with rising billions, disrupting tradition, always be closing, gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. There is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Gumby and Alan Witch. Alan. Hey, Chris. How are you today? I'm uh, doing great. Had a uh, great morning. Uh, we both had a great morning. You've had a lot on your plate, and I've had a lot on my plate, and some successes have popped up. And uh, I think that's kind of, you know, maybe what we want to talk about today is listening for opportunities. And both you and I have been in the case where, oh, maybe our ears weren't open, but uh, they have been lately, and they have been the last several months. And uh, Listening for opportunities seems to be a real key for entrepreneurial success. For sure. You know, I think it's awareness, um, especially, you know, again, when you are an entrepreneur and you're in situations, I, I think it's key. You know, I've been a sales guy, as you know, uh, m well, most of my life. So it was ingrained into me uh, to always listen more than I speak, but always listening for an opportunity to um, expand, you know, the discussion, especially with the person I was having the discussion with. So, yeah, listening for opportunities is uh, certainly a, a skill when you are an entrepreneur that you should really start to dive into. And, you know, for that matter, anybody really, um, no matter what, you know, line of business you're in, I think everybody can learn from that concept. I think you're. Uh, <clears throat> I think you're totally right. You know, I, I, I think in business, you know, in most businesses is, uh, you know, regulated by by commerce. And what I mean by that is just well, in, in the you know the raw and real piece, it's, you know, how much money's in your pocket? How much money can I get from this? What kind of economic advantage can I gain from this activity today? And so we're pre we're preoccupied with our mission and our focus and the questions and the and the tactics and the ideas we want to cover with whoever we're in front of. And we forget the fact that if we just listen 90% of the time before asking the right questions, we're going to get the in we need or an opportunity to deliver value that we had not anticipated. Because remember, the person that we're talking with really doesn't know the value that we're bringing at that moment in that conversation. They don't know why we're there. They don't know the what our cachet is. But if we just listen to the conversation, chances are, chances are that the opportunity that will present itself uh, will be far greater than the focus we had coming into the conversation. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, asking questions is something that I think, um, you know, if you ask good questions, 
you're going to be able to see that. And, and quite frankly, the opportunities do come from, you know, dialogue. You know, you and I, for example, when we first met, we uh, obviously had some, you know, conversation, but then it led to questions and then those questions led to opportunities. And now here we are, you know, a couple years later and we're doing this show. We've got lots of and numerous things going behind the scenes that are going to be announced soon. Uh, but it's because we both provided value. And I think that that is key when you are looking for opportunities and you're listening in for opportunities is what value can I bring to the table? And in turn, what value is the other person going to be able to provide, especially when you're looking to, you know, maybe expand to your, you know, your point about economics and, and looking at business opportunities. Uh, for one, you know, this shows uh, certainly designed around, you know, those things because we know that the rising billions, you know, mm -hmm. the entrepreneur, the new economy entrepreneurs is, is, is certainly starting to um, sprout and around the world, you know, in, in places that you would, um, you know, maybe not, you know, even think of uh, or even, you know, for that matter, know that they exist. But, you know, the world's becoming smaller. Technology's helping with that. But you have to really bring value to these conversations. And that's really where the opportunities start to, uh, to blossom. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And to your point about bringing value, uh, because, uh, you know, the technology has advanced and it's made kind of an even playing field for all ages and all demographics, Many people of of those ages and demographics are, uh, you know, being presented the same opportunities, and you know the 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 key for I know for me in growth and you and I have talked about this is as we are attracting different demographics, uh, you know, just you know in in an evergreen way, uh, maybe not by uh, you know specific focus. But, uh, you know, you've got, let's just say, the, the different generations. You've got Gen X and Y and Z and P and Q and, and all of those that are outside the baby boomer, which is where, you know, where, you know, I, I belong and I believe you're probably on the, on the tail end of that, is that they're looking at the same opportunities, whether or not they have the resources and the, and the experience or not. But they look at these and they sort extremely fast. And so the value that you're bringing, the, the, the content that you're bringing, the, the, your message, you know, has to be quick and clear or those demographics are going to sort you out and make way for others that can concisely uh, talk about the value that they're bringing and the, the benefits that they have to offer. And I don't think that's an arrogant piece. I think that's probably good for everybody, regardless of your age, your demographic, is to be able to concisely offer, you know, what it is that you're doing. And that, of course, transcribes down to your family and your individual relationships as well. Right. And, and I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, I'm Generation X, actually. So my time, X, okay. you know, uh, frame was, was it with, you know, after the baby boomers um, and, you know, got its name from... Uh, I guess if you, you know, the term Generation X has uh, been used obviously through history as well. And that's another thing. I mean, it, it seems to get used over and over again. Um, but I think, uh, you know, quite frankly, uh, during this time, it's, 
they really didn't have a lot of, uh, a lot of insight to what was going to happen after the war and after all the different things that were going on in the second world war and um you know a lot of new uh new age stuff was coming as well uh you know you think uh you know billy idol punk rock was born you know during that time frame of the x you know generation as well so um that's that's the time frame i come from you know i think one of the best questions that I learned to really ask when I was engaged in conversation. And, and again, you know, it's not always looking for economics, but, uh, you know, generally speaking, when I was involved in, um, you know, different events I'd go to, you know, everybody's looking for, you know, those opportunities. But one of the things I, I learned to ask is, how can I help? You know, how can I help someone else? And unequivocally, you know, I know that that is one of the um, basis to being successful is when you can help others uh, be successful. And, you know, maybe they're already successful at what they're doing, but you can help them expand that. And I think that when you offer up help, you know, people generally um, will uh, reciprocate, you know, reciprocate that and, and give back. And I think that that's one of the things that uh, definitely have driven, you know, my businesses in the past or any opportunity that has come to uh, come to light. I totally agree. It has to do with building your character. And, you know, to, to go a little deeper on that on that topic is I think a lot of well, I don't know if it has anything to do with age or not, but I think a lot of people give and, and offer, uh, you know, their services in anticipation or in expectation of reciprocation. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, uh, you know, giving of your resources, whatever that may be, time, that might be energy, it might be, you know, who knows what it might be. It doesn't necessarily have to, like I say, be any kind of economical um, contribution. It just has to be, you know, wisdom, you know, time, effort, energy, uh, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, without the expectation of return. And for, I think for a lot of people, that's a, a selfless act that, uh they're you know they struggle with and you know especially when you've got somebody that's young and starting out in life or starting out in business they're looking you know for aid and for assistance and the first thing we says you know what you know first thing uh, you know maybe a mentor might say is scratch my back and I'll scratch yours and that's not what we're talking about what we're talking about here is being open and honest and transparent about the value that you're bringing and offering that without consideration in the in the whole goal of helping someone else or helping helping another entity uh, you know reach their level of success or the next iteration of effort uh, whatever it is they're trying to you know obtain without expectation of anything being reciprocated and for some that might be a learned process but I think for most people that's probably a human trait that we need to practice more sure and you know think about the word help really it you know when you think about that it's providing knowledge wouldn't you say it's providing an experience um, something that you know that maybe someone else doesn't and, you know, when you bring that together, essentially it's this concept that, well, put it this way, you and I have and building right now is our mastermind group. Um, and, you know, that came from a discussion. It came from, you know, listening, um, listening for opportunity. The opportunity presented itself, then flourished into uh, what we're going to be launching really soon, which I'm, you know, 
super stoked about because we're going to provide again to your point a ton of value but then bring others that can also help so helping is providing knowledge and, and experience and you know if I think back to uh, that whole coined term if you want uh, way back in the 1900s around the mastermind uh, I'm sure it was used previous but it really gained uh, momentum I would say of, of of being something tangible people can go out and actually look for and create and it was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill and you know Napoleon uh, actually said it's the coordination of knowledge and effort of two or more people who work toward a definitive purpose in the spirit of harmony and that's the key there is harmony I mean let's face it Alan in it you you and I created a mastermind we did. We were without in harmony. Knowing it, I think. Right. Without, I mean, intention. without intention, maybe is a better word. Without, yeah, sure. And without harmony, we wouldn't have led down the road we're on now. So I think that's key for a lot of people. I mean, you know, this show has shown our growth. It's been transparent, uh, you know, real, raw, if you want to call it. Um, we started one place. We're now at a different place. Uh, we've grown. We've uh, been putting it all out there. You know, we talk about, you know, things that, uh, again, uh, you know, if you don't listen to this show, you wouldn't know. Um, mm -hmm. But we put it all out there. And, you know, Hill goes on to say, no two minds are, you know, ever come together without their, thereby creating a third invisible, intangible force, which may be linked to a third mind. And that is the power out there when you can create that. And imagine having, you know, more than just two people and the power and the force that can come from that when you then bring more knowledge in order to, you know, likely solve a problem. I mean, I think that's the best business in the world to solve problems. I think that's the best shows to listen to is helping people solve problems. Our show was designed that way so that we can help people solve maybe some of the problems they have and provide information, not just from you and I, even though, you know, we could probably just have a show, you and I, without, you know, ever talking to, you know, any guests. But you and I both knew that if we brought more people into the fold with different knowledge, we were going to be able to expand that further out into the you know world especially you know in our case with focused on the rising billions right right i mean the mastermind value is a group of people that are like you said focused on you know one idea and, and what's nice is that that as you enter the mastermind figuratively or physically you leave your uh your baggage, if you will, to door, and you're there then to contribute the best that you have to either solving a problem or creating an opportunity or maybe tools to help either of that. And when you have a group of people that are unselfishly bringing their best, their genius to help solve or create, 
then that third eye becomes 12 eyes or 15 eyes. It becomes an environment where things that would never be created, could never be thought about, could never be comprehended, because when we do things individually, we can only challenge as good as we know. We can only challenge with the information and knowledge that we have. But when you have a group of people, then you start to challenge things. And I think it's in that challenge where opportunities created, where new thoughts are developed, where new, uh, new brainstorming, new avenues, of discussion can go and it's unbridled and that's the piece that I think is really key is the unbridled uh, knowledge that will come from that kind of a group of people that are together to focus specifically on a solution to a problem or a uh, solution uh, to an opportunity absolutely and you know you can reach new heights that way as well I mean the combination um, of, of the minds and then you know you can reach a whole new level in your business um, or an endeavor that you're after you know whether it's you know economic and value or you're you know uh, contributing to society and you know imagine launching irresistible new products you know consistently and, and continuously systematically and you can really lean on some predictability at that point because of other experience Sure. And all of a sudden, you're adding a whole exponential value when you think about it, when you have a, a group of people. And, you know, again, that you know, boils back to how we started off this show by listening, listening for the opportunity. How can I provide value? Asking good questions, going back and, you know, again, uh, being aware of these things that are available out there when, listen, Woe is you. If you've got something going on and, you know, you can't get past it, this is the time to dig deep and go through. And, you know, you and I have been both there before as well. We have. And what I know is when you have a lack of resources, that's when you can lean on resourcefulness the most. And go out there and find some people that you can collaborate with, whether it's a, a local, you know, club or a chamber, or you can just go, you know, create some, you know, conversation. You know, if it's a business uh, environment or an event going on, go check it out. And or, you know, you can actively seek, like for instance, our mastermind that's coming up, Alan. People will be actively looking for that. And, it, you know, albeit it's a high-priced mastermind group, but it's designed that way for a reason because we also have risen to a level at this point in our, you know, life where we've grown. But we all started somewhere. And I can remember, you know, just being even, you know, really young and doing this concept if you want by again collaborating getting around people and having discussions and then that's where ideas germinate and then when you take some action things find you i am you know big believer that events circumstances uh, people places they all kind of fall into place when again you, you know you're you're aware of them and you know, it's a big key. And, and you know, another key is obviously confidence. You have to have some confidence. But I think confidence is, is, is also developed through taking, you know, some sort of step, like having some courage, let's say, and just going out there and doing something. What do you think about that? 
Yeah, I think courage is probably an underused and, and an underobserved, uh, you know, activity. You know, based you know to, to use your words, I think that's a that's a great uh, a great way to look at it. I think people are afraid too much, afraid of what uh, others think. You know, we've all heard the adage, well, do you really care what your neighbors think about this opportunity or about that challenge because they're not paying your mortgage? Well, that's all great and good, but our lifestyle is is an accumulation of the six, eight, ten people we hang out with. We've also heard that. And so we've been, you know, we've been forecasted and maybe forecasted isn't the right word, but we've been, you know, accustomed to, you know, uh, not at, not living outside of our environment. And I think that becomes habitual and it becomes generational and almost incestual, if you will. Uh, you just, you know, you, you, you become part of the environment that you're in that is economically, that is physically, that is emotionally, probably spiritually, because it's how you do it. And a mastermind, if, if, if done correctly by bringing in, you know, different people with different backgrounds, you know, that are, to, to focus on the thing, then you break outside of that incestuous environment and you're really able to get some unique perspectives that you wouldn't have been able to get on your own. But it goes back to what you just said. It goes back to the courage to ask those of difference to be able to help. And you can go ask your friends. You can go ask the people you associate with. But most likely, they're going to be and going to have and going to do and going to contribute something similar to you, which is, which is what was attractive to be around them in the first place. You know, and a mastermind is not about that. A mastermind is about creating something bigger and something better. And it doesn't mean you can't have, you know, the circle of influence that you know, but it, but it's about having something different. It's not about having, it was about having dilution, if you will. But uh, in that, having some unique DNA being, you know, injected into the group that gives you different perspectives, different opportunities, different ways of thinking, maybe different ways of problem solving. So you you take that 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 difference in in uh, differentiation, and then you put it in an environment that is meant to create. Then you've got exponential abundance that's going to be created out of that, and that's where some true greatness happens. Yeah, some great points, Alan. And, you know, I, I think, again, you know, one of the things um, that you get from circling yourself with, with others, especially in harmony, is you, you gain that confidence, um, increased confidence. And not only that, productivity goes up because now you're accountable and you have other people to be accountable for and to. So I think, you know, it's really um, important. And let's face it. I think when you get involved in you know a group, uh, you should be looking for some things that you know um, you can maybe create an uncontested marketplace to use our terminology you know within mm -hmm. our our mastermind. Um, albeit, in, and this is probably another show, and we will actually. This is a great show topic for us: is the blue ocean concept and strategy. Yeah, I totally agree. And and we'll get into probably that. Probably a couple you know, of shows. Probably a couple of shows because there's some great information out there, and we'll we'll certainly uh, note that uh, and come back and talk about Blue Ocean um, because certainly that's what we've been looking at and, and building and breaking away, uh, you know, from traditions to use you know our partners' term, mm -hmm. um, getting away from you know traditional thinking and you know now opening up this whole new world where you can break away from those and you know really 
that's the whole point of a blue ocean is that you can sail it alone. Or, you know, quite frankly, other companies could be doing the exact same thing or other people, but it's irrelevant. I mean, competition becomes really irrelevant in those, you know, circumstances. Um, and, you know, let's face it, if you can reshape uh, some of the industry boundaries out there, uh, I think that um, it could be... Um, could be uh, you know an amazing uh, ride for 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 you or anybody out there that uh, is looking you know to, to make some changes. So uh, you know these shows go so quick, don't they, Alan? Yeah, it's already been it's already been our time. <laughs> As I'm looking down at our uh, at our right. clock ticking away here on the recorder. It's uh, right. it's right. already reached our limit. Well, and you know that's why we can come back and talk about you know and and have part two and part three and I'm, I'm really looking forward to some of the uh, you know topics uh, because of the things we've been working on and then them showing up and not only that the guests been amazing wouldn't you say in the last yes. well I mean all our guests are absolutely right. incredible people right. and, and givers and, and you know really doing some uh, great service out there but I, I would say that because we've been thinking about what we've been doing and working on the things we've been working on, we've been also uh, attracting, uh, let's say, an, a new caliber of people right. or you know different right. things that have been going on out yeah. there. And, well, and uh, yeah, that's exciting. We're moving and shaking and growing to our next position, you know, our next uh, you know elevation, whatever that might be. And you know we're going to attract the like for that, and and that's the way it should be. People should progress, and and you know the show's progressing, and that doesn't devalue where it's come from. Right. Uh, it it it's it celebrates where it's come from because if we didn't have this stuff before, we wouldn't be where we're at now. For and sure. we get to bring everybody along with us. That's a, you know another another privilege of this show is that everybody that's been on our show has been a fantastic guest, and we get to bring them along this journey. And uh, that's a, that's a privilege to be able to uh, be in that position. I I agree a hundred percent. And you know, again, uh, we'll talk more about this. We'll 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 have some. But let's recap a couple of things, uh, Alan. You know, listening for opportunities, putting yourself in positions where you can you know provide some value to others and help them. I I think you know is key. And I think when you do that, wouldn't you say you know the awareness of other things will start to show up? I would agree. Awareness of things you hadn't anticipated, but things that will help you reach where you're headed. I love and that. I think that's a that's a a really big gift of the process. Beautiful. And you have to you have to ex- accept that first off that you're worthy of that and and that you can use that, and uh, be, you know be aware when it arrives. For sure. Well, Alan, it's always a pleasure doing these shows. You bet. And you know. For the audience, uh, be bold, nation. As we started to, uh, you know, create and and certainly got a lot of info back. If you're looking for something, come to info at thinkboldbebold.com. Alan and I will certainly go out there and find it. If you've got any questions, um, or if you want to come and do a, a rating or comment, uh, come to iTunes. We're now on Google Play as well, and um, we look forward to uh, having more shows like this, Alan. Um, this is so much fun. I'm it having is. a ton of fun with you. <laughs> Likewise, it's fun. It's a privilege to be able to do it, and uh, we're taking time out of our day to be able to do it. And it, it's a big part of uh, who we are, and a big part of our character and our brand. 
and we want to continue to do that. And to your point, yeah, uh, audience, you know, we'd love to hear from you. If you have questions about the the topic today, reach out. Uh, ask questions, you know. We're, we're two people. We have a mastermind right here. Uh, we'll do whatever we can to help, you know. And you don't have to hire us. Just ask. We're Just here to ask. help. That's part of what, you know, part of what our resources is. And it's, you know, part of how we, you know, acquired where we're at. That's is that sure. uh, we asked and people helped and we want to make sure that we uh, that we offer that back out too. So right back at you, big guy. It's been a great show and uh, appreciate you so much. For sure. And it wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.